Welcome to Table Talk, where each week I bring you ideas and insights at the intersection of Christian theology and culture to help you become a more thoughtful, calm, and just a downright great human being. My name is Brett Tilford, pastor at the table at Church in Saxe, Texas, so here's my big idea for today. Most of us believe that the world needs to change. The question is, how will that change come about? In other words, will it happen by changing systems and structures, or will it happen by changing individual hearts and minds? These philosophies of change span many different political and religious perspectives, but the ways they differ are often more sensed than actually clarified and named. For example, I grew up in a religious tradition that tended to focus more on the changing of individual hearts and minds. We weren't really into political organizing. We were focused on the one-to-one change that happens as I interact with a person in front of me. So it was very local, it was very hands-on, but it firmly believed that this is how change happens. One heart, one mind at a time. So for example, if you wanted to see the divorce rates plummet or the percentage of people in poverty cut drastically, then you worked with them at the one-to-one individual level. For example, the influential Tibetan Buddhist leader and teacher, the Dalai Lama in November 2017 said something along these lines. He wrote, change in the world always begins with an individual who shares what he or she has learned and passes it on to others. You can hear there the strong emphasis on the individual. However, as I grew up, I learned there was another approach to change. This perspective believes that change happens at the systemic and structural level first, and then through that systemic change, it impacts the individual. For example, if you want to eliminate poverty, then you look at the broader systems and structures that create the circumstances in which poverty flourishes. Or if you want to reduce the divorce rates, then you analyze the systems that create the circumstances in which divorce runs rampant. Same for abortion, alcoholism, or any other social ill. So why this pendulum swing? Why this either-or approach? Well, both perspectives have their own great insight. Those emphasizing the individualistic perspective want to make sure that the idea of personal responsibility is not simply ignored and done away with, and they're right to do that. Any psychologist can tell you that learning to take responsibility for your life is a huge step towards maturity. However, those emphasizing the systemic side of things want to make sure we understand that the context in which people take responsibility is a huge deal and cannot be ignored. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, it can be cruel to tell a man without boots to pull himself up by his bootstraps. Like, for example, it's easy to look at the homeless and say, well, they must take personal responsibility for their lives. And there's truth in that. But on the other hand, we also know that anywhere from 25 to 35% of the homeless struggle with mental disorders. So you can see how the homelessness crisis is also a systemic mental health crisis crisis. Okay, so what's the punchline? How does change in our world happen? The answer is, of course, that we don't have to choose the individual or the systemic. We can work along both lines at once. This is true in our personal lives. This is true in our politics and churches and communities. But too often, we're so beholden to our political party's way of seeing that we turn a blind eye to the truth in the other So left-leaning political folks emphasize the systemic, conservatives emphasize the individual. But this is one of those areas where seeing the truth in both will get us further in the long run. Here's an extended quote from theologian Jürgen Moltmann. 
Change yourself, what one writes. And then your circumstances will also change. The kingdom of God and of freedom is supposed to have to do only with persons. Unfortunately, the circumstances will not oblige. Capitalism, racism, inhuman technocracy quietly develop in their own way. The causes of misery are no longer to be found in the inner attitudes of men, but have long been institutionalized. Change the circumstances, others say. Men will change with them. The kingdom of God and freedom is supposed to be a matter only of circumstances and structures. Unfortunately, however, men will not oblige. Breakdowns in marriage, drug addiction, suicide, and alcoholism continue undisturbed. Structures which make people unhappy can be broken down, but no guarantee is attached that men will be happy. Thus, both must be done at the same time. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this content, please leave a review and click to subscribe. Grace and peace.